Welcome to Young Black in America podcast, the podcast where we talk about being young black in America. I'm your host, Jeremiah Davis. Jamal Davis. And we're Young Black in America podcast. And today's topics are we never had a Black History Month like this before. Ballpark Betty calls the police on a black man for for, for his dog humping ho dog. And same on you. A dis a dispute on you on US Air United Airlines. You ready, man? Uh-huh. Alright, let's get this party started, my friend. So the episode of this uh the episode of this podcast today is this is how we're gonna end racism. It's the only way to end racism. And, <laughs> you know, for the past year there has been you remember in Barbecue Becky, she kinda kicked off this trend of, you know, White people getting exposed and becoming memes, <laughs> and you know it's a year, it's a year out, and you would have thought white people have learned. They haven't yet. Not all of them. Some have. <laughs> well, I mean, some of them. Some Some of them picking up on it, but it's kind of crazy how no one is understanding that th- that you should not be doing this. <laughs> right? It's kind of crazy to me. So the first episode. So we're gonna talk about Dog Park Betty first. You know. Why? It's a dog. You know, dogs hump each other. Dog. I, we, we ain't animal people. Right? I'm not. I'm not big. I'm not a big dog person. I don't like cats. I don't, I don't like dogs. I don't either. like cats. Um, it depends if the cats know how to how poop for yourself. Like fish. Uh, yeah, I like fish. I could do fish or or any kind of rodent. I wouldn't I'm mind. I ain't going to rodent. Like a, a, a I'll get a naked mole at. Like a Kim Possible. Mm-hmm. I always want a naked mole at. <laughs> um, Kim Possible. But yeah, so anyway, you want to do the scenario? You want to set? You want to set the scene? What's going on? Well, the dog they're, park, Becky. They're at the dog. Deal. What's going? On? The backstory. Here I go. Well, they were at a dog park, right? And this one dude, um, you know, he he says to go to the dog park two times a day. I'm assuming in the morning, before work, and after work. Right? They have his dog running around, and you know, his his dog was a puppy. Mm-hmm. Right, and so they got the dog, and he was excited because there was a new dog. Yeah, and the dogs are humping the one girl's dog. The dogs hump other dogs. Yeah, some dogs do. But <laughs> and um, so he took the dog off, and then they ran around sometimes. Then the dog humped the dog again, and then yeah, the, the white woman. Then the white woman said, "You need to, you need to leave this park." And he said, "I ain't leaving." So it's kind of crazy, but you know, I would you have left the park, ma? That's no. the will. You wouldn't have left the park? No. I wouldn't have left the park neither, but I wouldn't have I wouldn't have encouraged I wouldn't have like given her the the attention that she that she worked at so. I think he was just like, This is just ridiculous. Mm. You know, like there are dogs. Like I I think that's how he he was thinking about it. Like they're dogs, right? But some people I I have a friend, she told me, like, she doesn't even go to dog parks anymore because other dogs will hump her dog. And she couldn't deal with that. So I think that's the way to go. If you don't want any humping of your dog, just don't, don't go, go to, to the, the dog, dog park. park. Like I think she should be the one to leave the dog park. If you're so she, concerned you, you about, she should leave the dog. Yeah, park. she's so concerned about her okay. dog getting humped by his <laughs> dog. Take your doggy and go to another park. That that could have been a more mature way to handle it. But instead, things. she called the police, and hey, we got the video. We got the video. We got video. We got the video. We got the video. Hey, right now. Because my dog was humping your dog. I'm not verbally assaulting you. 
I told you I'm not leaving. No, make sure you play all the way to the end. Make sure you play all the way to the end. That's inappropriate for the dog. No, it's not. I know it's not. The dog's humping each other and she's calling the cops. He's getting William Mercer right now, too. I've seen every single dog hump another dog here. And she tells me to leave, and now she's calling the cops. Like, are you serious? Yo, I can't wait. Yo, this is crazy. Cause this, you heard of barbecue, Becky? <laughs> I like how you didn't mention it. Let me get her plate. <laughs> Let's see. Sorry. We do not condone the use of this plate to confuse any crimes. Young Black America does not. We do not. We do not put the use of this plate number. I do not know anything about this. This is for promotional use, entertainment only. Honestly. Honestly. Honestly, you're not trying to help trying me. To tell you no, you're not trying to help me. I know the rules. You're this happened in Massachusetts. This is... I'm obeying the rules. What are you talking I'm about? I'm obeying the rules. Dog on top of the dog. dogs hump each other every day, <laughs> and I took him off. The, I took him off. Yeah, I know it's my opinion, but you don't call the cops over it. That's all. He posted it on Facebook. He missed the most important part. He said, I can do anything I want. And I think that's. That simplifies a lot of the ideology behind that's these. behind a lot of these incidents. It's not the fact that these are solely racist motivated incidents. Cause I don't I don't believe no one sits wakes up and says, I'm gonna be a racist today. I just don't like am, am I am I not in my in my very naive heart, I just can't believe that. I just I refuse to. But I think it's that that idea of poor entitlement and the idea of like she said at the end, I can do whatever I want. Knowing that because she has power and she's and because she is a white person in America, she can utilize that in ways that maybe a, a man of cuddle um, probably couldn't. A black man, and more specific, well, yeah, black man or as any man of cuddle. Because if you if, if this is this is this way can happen between a a lot a lot of men in America, yeah. you know what I mean, or or Indian man or a man or or a Muslim immigrant. Um, and it would have been very similar. I think I think they might handle it differently. I think if you are running from ICE, you you you're definitely leaving the park because like we seen what they did to Twenty One, so you're leaving the park. But I, if 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 you're a man of color, if you're a U.S. citizen, and I think you feel entitled too because you do have entitlement because you're a man. So you feel like I'm not going to help push me around. Yeah. So that kind I of even that think kind of, of that. oh definitely I'm sure that's the play in there. Is his is his is, is that toxic masculinity and that ego because he he, he could easily just let this go, put the dog in the car, went some went We're somewhere else. Perk. Yeah, went somewhere else and just say I'm not dealing with this today. But when you had those two egos kind of clashed, and I think that's that's that happens a lot with people because with people, so you kind of have those ideas. Is, but it's I don't think there's a there's a right or a wrong person this is racing. But I think it's funny as ever <laughs> that it's on the internet. And I really think that this is the only way we can actually create dialogue around racism, around the ways that we interact. Because like as those two people was in that moment, I'm sure that was very tense, that was very emotional, that was very sore. But, but as people was just watching it, it's like this is silly. They're fighting over dogs humping yeah. dogs. You know? So I think that that it, we have to have those bigger discussions from this and not just have a friend and laugh and giggle, but really lead into into those more in-depth moments, mm-hmm. you know? But, I mean, I agree with you totally, but I don't think the guy was in the wrong. Because oh, no. he took the dog off multiple times. Yeah. And then she just wanted to go call the police on him. Well, I don't think you're in the wrong, but I think if you're, if you're a black man in America, it's always your fault. So you have to always have that mind state. Like, but, no matter what, it's always... I'm telling you, when the cops come, it's your fault. 
Like when like it's it's, it's always I, your I fault. I think the cops when I think I we don't have enough information. Yeah, we don't have the footage of the cops. But I think if the cops come, they was like. Well, it depends on the cops. It depends on the cop. But, I mean, a lot of cops, majority of their calls are, are these BS calls. Yeah, that depends and on the cop. And they probably were just like, this another thing again. Yeah, but it depends I, on the cop. I, you know, I I think it's wrong. Like, don't, like, you can well, know. I'm not saying it's no, like, but, but I mean, it's, it's like, always you know, your fault. Like, but I think, but I think the white person should know a little bit better in our context that, that calling police on black people when it's not a real situation can lead to the well, I don't think, death. I don't, you know think, what I'm I don't think, I don't think most white people know that. Yeah, I don't think most like people know that. I think some. I think some. If you are raised around black people, if you're not acting with black people. If you're very much in tune with media and coastal mm-hmm. and things like that. But if you are raised in predominantly white settings, you deal with predominantly white problems. You don't care about these things. Like these are these are news stories that's going off. It's just like. It's background noise. So you don't really care about these things. So to you, it's just like... And too, it goes to different relationships. Mm -hmm. It's a more broader topic of the relationships between how black people have relationships with the police and how white people have relationships with the police. Like, if you go to some suburbs right now, like... Billy, the cop, is last down the street. He's waving at all the kids. And they're like, yay! He's like, I'm going to protect you! It's like, it's very different than if you go to, like... A more a more ghetto and poverty like suburb, yeah, or even parts of Pittsburgh, yeah. and the cops are rolling down the street and they just jump out and smack and smack you against the wall, and you know, and and try to plant some type of drugs on you, or look for some type of drugs. It really depends on the relationship of policing. So, like to him, and and this, and this is just me predicting, this is me projecting, but to him, that relationship of policing feels a lot. It feels to me the way he's talking and how I interpret this video. And, and I would like for people to put comments in and tell me how they interpret it. But for me, it sounds like he has more of a negative relationship with policing. The first thing he says is that's no reason to call the cops. So he knows this comes with repercussions. Well, for hell, it might be like, you know, anything bad happens, you call the cops. So it's really the, it's different. They're the customer service for life. Perfect <laughs> No, I like, honestly, I think that's the perfect way to really look at it. So I don't, I don't, I don't think he's in the wrong. I don't think, I think he might overreact. I think he overreacted too. But it's always your fault, especially if you're a black man in America. Because when the cop, because when the cops come, they're not gonna listen to both. Things. It depends on the cop. Some good cop might, but a lot of them, some some of them won't. A bad cop comes in, they're not gonna listen to both sides of it. I think a majority of cops would be like, "This is something." Yeah, I think majority of people would just be like, "This is hilarious." <laughs> like, you're calling the cops because it's the dog, but I don't know. I think it's a, I think it's definitely a bigger topic and a bigger conversation because it's hap- it's happening so frequently. Yeah. Um, now, like, I don't even I don't, remember. I don't think it's all. happening more frequently. I just yeah, think people are just like recording it, just like this, this, I think like black well, people are not making this stuff up. Well, what's well, well, now? But it's coming on tape, like he said in there, like you want to be another lady, <laughs> barbecue, barbecue Becky, Becky? Like, he was like, and she did. <laughs> I, I think it's become more like closely of just like this is the way. This is the way I think to me. This is the most. For non-systematic racism, this, this is how you. This is, this is what on a personal level. Yeah, on a personal level, and to help, and I think that's how you fight systematic racism. I think systematic mm-hmm. comes from personal racism. It's just, mad, but yeah, the, you like, can't separate the two. I think they're very much entail because as people, we, we we take our cognitive biases with uh-huh. us everywhere. Key we go. works in your job. Everywhere you go, you bring your cognitive biases. Um, but yeah, I thought it was hilarious. I really like how he called out bar, uh, Barbecue, barbecue Becky. Becky and then, and then he know, went down to her plate. Heavy. And then the one white woman was just like, I'm trying to help you. He was like, no, you're not trying to help me. They're not talking to each other. You're not being serious. <laughs> okay. there's We're moving on to this. This next story is pretty funny. No, okay. This is good. But 
I, I but and it has a lot of twists and turns. It's a lot of Legos here. It's a lot of Legos. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna play the video real it's quick. Duck in the middle seat resorts to fat shaming her seatmates. It happened just before takeoff on a United Airlines flight from Las Vegas to Newark, New Jersey. Oh, it makes Norma sense. Going Rogers from Vegas to Jersey, those flights are crazy, man. The Dr. Oz show for a nurse's appreciation episode was seated was on next Dr. to the Oz. Great episode, too. The nurse's travel companion was in the aisle seat. Uh, I'm, I'm sensitive, but please don't keep me warm. <laughs> <laughs> what? I need it. Bitch, please. It didn't happen there. <laughs> I think it was. I think it was. I think it was part racism, but yeah. it was like I think, the, think the it was fatism, the fatness, the fat, the fatism. Yeah, Khan, you think the fatism mm-hmm. overpowered the racism. You think she has no tolerance for fat people? I think, yeah, I think she's fat phobic. Wow, that's deep. That's really deep. She's, she, I mean, she, she clearly seems like she has some issues against yeah, people. I don't, I don't she know told why. him to eat a salad, but before what? she got up and walked away, like, there was <laughs> no reason. My, my, my family eat my fat. <laughs> <bitch." laughs> <laughs> it's just, I mean, no. it's just funny. No. <laughs> oh. I don't even want to do our last article. Now, 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 the real, the real, I think the real question is, the real question is, do you think she would do it again? If she was in between two oh, fat heck people? Yeah. You think oh, she heck would? yeah. Oh, heck yeah. I think, I think. I don't. I think. Yeah. I think. I don't even think she knew she was being recorded. I don't think she knew she was like, being recorded. <laughs> like, I don't think she knew. Because she, she, the stuff she was saying, she yeah. she was just like, oh, and how am I gonna do though. the whole? No, the black nurse, the black woman's a nurse. Oh, the black woman's a nurse. So the one who was sitting that in between them, sees sees the nurse. Yeah, she was that on one that was Dr. filming Oz. it. She was on Doctor. Yeah, Oz. see, she was on nurses, um, nurse Re- recognition, Re- recognition Re- list or something like that. Okay, but you know it's Who's the white? Who who's the white woman? She's a random passenger. Random white woman. The fat shamer. The fat shamer. I'm sorry, we call it the fat shamer for now. Okay. <laughs> but it's crazy. It's just like what? It's what causes you to go off when just like if you don't like your seat, 
politely I mean, asked. She was in the middle. Get, of she could have just asked him to swap. So I know that's all she could have done. And then she wouldn't have like had it, that. It didn't have, all you get like oh could, could we switch seats? Yeah. And I think they'll understand. I mean, yeah. they. I think they know they're they're on the bigger side. Yeah. Yeah. But you uh-huh. know, you're disgusting. I love. I did not see the guy from Love and Hip Hop coming out. Now. I know this like, had layers to it. Do- I didn't even know Doctor Oz was involved in this. <laughs> yeah. I was just thought it was Love and Hip Hop. <laughs> no, no, no. It's very good. It's very good. Okay. All right, all right. So that's not racism. That's just fatism. Still, I, I had still a little, living in America. a little tinge. A thing of racism. Maybe a little, little tinge. She was just like, oh, they like black too. But I think it was just like, I'm next to these fat people. <laughs> it was, yeah, I was just like, it was, it was more the tinge. I think it was more like the whole plate was fatism. Yeah. But then it was like that tinge of racism. Racism. That was, that was just the bonus. Yeah. <laughs> That's sad though, but yeah, the fat shame. On, I love, mm-hmm. and I just love the news for Poyle too. He did a great job covering that story. He did fantastic work. I know, I love, I love his, um, I, I love that. his um, introduction. Mm-hmm. A fat shamer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, let's get some serious news. So for Black History Month, right? we haven't, we, we, you know, we've been off for a couple weeks. Viewers, we have not ended the show. <laughs> um, and you know, Black History Month was crazy. It was busy. It started off with the Ralph Nordum and the blacks face, and then his lieutenant governor sexually assaulted women and their black that's women. That's normal now. That just seems like a thing now. It's crazy. And then, and then the and then the attorney general in Virginia also said uh, he did blackface. So all the line of secession. There's a lot of blackface in February. Oh, it was all in Virginia. There was that, there was that thing with Goosey. The Goosey thing. Oh, yeah, the Gucci monkey Which, I don't think that was way... Do you think that was way back... Wait, I mean, I don't think that was... I like think it. these fashion brands know what they're doing. Prada, Gucci now. What's the other one? H&M with the baddest monkey in the jungle. That was the only... That's the whole think, reason why we started this I podcast. I don't think HTML, Yeah, up there. That was the reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think HTML knew what they was doing. I don't think... I don't think... I don't think Goosey knew it. Do you know how many black people wrote Goosey? I don't know. Um, Every Apple video has Gucci on them. Like, now, now we need to go do a good old boycott. Black people I, I good old boycott. I, 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 I think I don't think it was like intentionally, but I, th- I do think you have to be aware of 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 the biases of your consumers. Yeah. So I think that's where they fell off, and they wasn't really paying attention to the people who was actually. And they the probably product. don't have a lot of black people on their no, fashion not. design staff. No, of course not. But um, you know, Black History Month was crazy, and then they had. The Jesse Stone Molet situation, well. which we're not even gonna get into. Yeah, well. That's too. That's a whole episode. Yeah, that's the R. Kelly. You broke the rule, Jamal. I'm sorry, I forgot. We don't talk about. We R. don't Kelly. talk about R. Kelly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Oscars came out. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, man. Crazy. Yeah, it was. This has been 400 years since the first black people came to Jamestown, Virginia. How did they know that? Well, they tracked when they would they tracked their first export, uh, not when they had it on the tra- slave trade. They they do it through um, like diaries and uh-huh. primary accounts. Liam Neeson said he wanted to kill a random black person. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Caller Kaepernick is apparently like has a settlement with the NF, NF, NFL. Oh, so he's getting paid money now. Oh no, I, I, they have a settlement. Okay. It it. Rahm Man um, in Chicago, right? They got uh, the, the super, the police superintendent like had like a situation with the Jesse Smollett situation and like a, like history of cover ups and physical abuse and 
you know, it's some crazy stuff in Chicago. But the good news on Chicago, mm. they have a, they're gonna get a black woman as a mayor. One of the two choices is gonna be a black woman. That's good. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Oh yeah. Also, after all those Africans, was that was that last month? Was that February? What in Chicago? No, in Chicago. They had all the women for um, foreign after um, after the uh, what was it? They all they all came into the house. All the oh, all the all the women of color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that didn't happen in February. That's anyway. You know? Yeah, and then the Oscars happened, and then like. You know, there was a whole wave of diversity during the Oscars with Black Panther getting nominated for Best Picture. It didn't win, though. Green Book won, though, which some people see that as a little bit problematic. I like Green Book. I don't um, think it's a bad movie. I mean, I haven't seen the movie. I just, you know. I mean, it's not it's not as good as Black Panther, but it's anything really as good as Black Panther. Uh, Spike Lee won an Oscar for the first time, I believe. That's good. It's um, Spike. You know, and then some crazy stuff and then that had that Michael Cohen hearing where the one with the one congressperson was like was like underground dissing another congressperson and then he started yelling I am not a racist I am not a racist and then Elijah Cummings was like we've been best friends for a long time but you gotta because they use a he used a he used one of the black woman who accused Donald Trump essentially assaulting her to bring him in the hearing to support Donald Trump some crazy stuff man Crazy stuff. Shout out to homie Donald, man. He's going through a lot right now. <laughs> he is, man. The more investigates, or the it ain't investigates, it's a probe. Ain't that ain't, ain't, ain't what they call it now? Yeah, the molar probe. The molar probe. Like, whenever something goes from an investigation to a probe, that's, they that's got scary. Something. They're probing you now. <laughs> that's, that's scary. <laughs> well, Shout out to homie Donald, man. So, I, I I think we should end it there. Let's end the deal. It was a good episode. Um, I, I think we were a little bit. I was a little bit sad we didn't do um, a lot of episodes in February, but you know, it's life crazy. comes in. You Life's know, busy, been traveling, getting yeah. opportunities. You know, and we're gonna do some in March. I know my about to go do some opportunities. So uh-huh. keep and, things going. And yeah, so audience, make sure you tweet at us at Young Black in America podcast and send your audio reactions on Anchor. And even now, we have our donation link up, so you can send us a little bit of coins. Definitely. Our way. We also do um, public speaking events, so you want to come and speak at any events, let us know. Let us know. We speak at schools, churches. All of it. Young Black in America. Got anything yeah. else, Ma? Um, no. All right. Done. Oh, uh, oh, and what's your thoughts about our topics? Um, make sure you, uh, you tweet at us on our Twitter page. I'm Jeremiah. I'm Jamal. And we're Young Black in America Podcast.